we're brothers We're happy and we're singing and we're colored Give me a high five Love my chicken Cluck, 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 you touch my chicken I beat you up When I fry my chicken, you gotta go Ask me for a piece, you out the dough Eat my chicken with crystal hot sauce Eat it so much, call me the root the boss Cock-a-doo-doo-doo, they see me coming That's when all them chickens start running Barbecue sauce, finger licking Licking your lips, gotta have my chicken Man, stop playing, I'm fighting for some chicken Do the mic text and I'm biting for some chicken Fry my chicken, fillet my chicken Grill my chicken, you can bake my chicken My mama know how to fry that chicken In that kitchen, taste so crispy Welcome to another edition of Bro Talk Live, the best show on the internet for you by us. It's Bro Talk, we're always on the mark. It's your man Jason and the director seat as usual. Let's kick it to my main man Dex. What up, bro? Dexter Stucky here. So um, I wasn't going to talk about this, but like I just feel like it's super necessary. So today is like election day and I went on and voted today. But like I feel like I was in the booth today and I felt like kind of crazy because I'm just like, like I talk a lot about, and I consider myself very knowledgeable about like politics and stuff. Right. But like, I haven't really been following. And and when I went in to like vote, there's a lot of people. I'm like, I don't know who this is. And I like felt stupid almost. Did, like, did, you, I, think like, that, did you think you were just going to know by default? And no, it's just kind of like, I didn't even know that certain people were running, to be honest with you. And it's just kind of like one of those things like, we talk about like it's so important to make a vote, make a vote, make a vote. But like, what's more important is making an informed vote, and That's I didn't right. do that today. Yeah. So, are you going to do better next election? election Definitely fight? doing better next election, but also like, I think that like a lot of political people think that they just have things in the bag because they're either Democrat or Republican, and they just expect people to vote straight down the line. But like, we need to know who we're voting for. Yeah, well, really, they expect that because that's what happens. Because people, yeah, I'm not we saying you, know people like we're you for, though. I'm just saying people like you end up doing the voting. So, I I mean, if it, it, it worked in, in your instance, I mean, I'm sure you just voted down party lines for all um, yeah. all red, you know? Yeah. So, uh, Todd, I got what up, bro? <laughs> hey, um, you know, I don't have any interesting stories today, but I'm how's here. Life? Huh? How's life? How's, how's home ownership? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Is it everything you hoped it would be? It's everything I thought it'd be. Oh, okay. Did you go trick-or-treating with uh, your daughter? No, actually, an uh, um, interesting story is, first of all, she's too young to be trick-or-treating. What do you I, mean? My daughter's trick-or-treating? Huh? My daughter's trick-or-treating? What are you talking about? Your daughter's older than mine. I, I, my daughter trick-or-treated last, well, kind of trick-or-treated last she's year. older than mine that, during that time as well. Anywho, um... So it was a really bad storm during um, Halloween and like the wind was blowing, like I have big trees and it made my house look kind of creepy. So I was like, we'll give out candy, but we're not going to go trick or treating. But I said, I don't think anyone's going to actually come trick or treating. And that's what happened. There were like no trick or treaters out because it was too, the weather was too bad. And that's so sad. I, I, probably went to the mall or I do work at a school though, so it's not like it goes to waste because I can always give it to them. Do kids um, still go to the mall and stuff like over there? Because that's what people do over we here. We have um, here in Glenside, we have like a lot of trick-or-treating events that kids go to. So they got their candy this year, but they usually get double what they have because they have those events and then they go trick-or-treating. So the events are usually like, you know, during the week before, the weekend before then. 
and then they get to go to trick or treating on actual Halloween and get more candies. But this time it was kind of like just the event. So yeah, my candy got kind of wasted, but kind of not because I'm being very greedy and eating it. But I do need to go give it away because I need to stop eating it. Anyone go to any Halloween parties after Halloween? A lot of people had feelings about uh, you're not supposed to celebrate or dress up after Halloween. It's, I mean, like Halloween was on a Thursday. Like who's who's celebrating on a Thursday? You can do what you. Most of the Halloween parties that I saw were before Halloween, but we had a um, school Halloween party. Um, we're not allowed to call it that. I think we called it a costume party. It's like really. Political. Why can't you call it Halloween? Is do you go to like a religious? Uh, I'm sorry. Do you work at like a religious high school? I don't, but people have um, their concerns with it. They think holidays are religious, and you already know how I feel about holidays. Yeah. Um, and their religious affiliation. I don't think any holidays are religious. I think you can celebrate whatever you want to celebrate. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's just political stuff. So you had to call it a costume party. But we actually had the costume party Friday. I didn't attend, but we, it was going on. Dex, I saw you were Inspector Gadget. Um, I thought it was a really cool costume too, Dex. It was one of my favorite things. Thank you. <laughs> and did that take a lot? Were you happy? Were you, were you happy with it at all? Uh, well, when I first started it, I was like, this ain't it. Like, this don't look good. I don't like this. But then after a while, I was like, this is it, Dex. You, you did something there. Did you win anything at work? I'm really like one of those people that are kind of like I suck when it comes to like a glue gun. So like yeah. sometimes when I'm doing like the glue gun stuff, I'm like, I don't think I did well with this. But then like the finished product, whatever, I'm like, OK, like you did well with it. Well, we're all I'm, proud of you, Dex. And, I'm actually I, sometimes I wish I was more like Dex when it comes to that type of stuff. because I'm not fun at all. No, you I'm don't. Like, Dex is so much fun. Like the, the fact that you dressed up and kind of went to work. I'm like, that would be, that would actually do, that would actually serve me very well in my field if I were that fun. But I can't, I just can't bring myself to be fun. I just, yeah, but <laughs> believe it or not, like I went to go buy like a lot of this stuff at um like the dollar store the day before. So like I literally had like this crazy line of like cotton balls and styrofoam gloves and like super glue and stuff. And the girl was looking at me like, what you into? <laughs> the one thing that's really cool about Halloween this year was that a lot of the parties, you know, saying happened kind of the day after. So you were able to go get, you know, Halloween mm-hmm. costumes for half off or whatever from these stores. So you kind of you kind of was able to wait a little bit and you had to luck out, though, because if you wanted the costume that you wanted, you were kind of rolling the dice. But if yeah. you didn't really have nothing planned, you know, that's a good way to do it. All right, um, let's get into the show. It's time for the rundown. These are the stories that people are talking about um, for this week. First up, we got Popeyes. Let's get into Popeyes. Popeyes has taken over the world. Um, if you didn't know, they re-released their chicken sandwich on Sunday. Did anyone go uh, partake in any chicken sandwiches? I did it the last round. I, I'm not going to do it now. Okay. Um, Ty, did you go get a chicken sandwich? Have you, have you ever had one? No, um, the lines are too long and I'm not interested in that. I actually don't like fried chicken that much um, with you, um, at all. So it's not like, like, I don't like fried chicken that much, period. Well, so, then for me to wait in line for fried chicken, it, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to wait in a long line for fried chicken. Like, this is not going to happen. A lot of people did wait in those uh, long lines, including um, some of these people uh, who got into quite the altercations. So the 
podcast listeners, this person is ramming their car into a stanchion trying to get in front of another person in the drive through line at Popeye's. Um, so that was just one uh, example of that. Um, there were also employees uh, fighting each other at some local Popeyes. He's totally trying to deflect from the fact that there's a melee going on behind him, trying to tell these people that they got sandwiches. Don't make a damn about the sandwiches. We're trying to see the fight. Another fight happened at this Popeyes. Dex, let's do a poll real quick. Uh, over or under, um, those up on the Instagram poll, over or under 100 Popeyes employees fired this weekend. Wait, say that again? Over or under 100 Popeyes employees fired this weekend. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead on uh, Bro Talk's IG page or Twitter page and uh, vote on that a little bit later and we'll we'll read you the results at the end. Uh, but it just wasn't African-Americans um, being the culprits of these fights in the melee. Uh, this is what happened at a drive through with two white people. Oh my God, we're over here. Don't ever hit my truck, bitch. Jerry, God damn it. Wow. Don't when come up here. When will you learn? When will you learn? Popeyes was an amazing place to be at this weekend. Um, Lil Boozy, rapper Lil Boozy, uh, sent his kids uh, to the store to pick him up a chicken sandwich and his steed because I guess he's uh, too important to go by himself. I don't blame him. I wouldn't stand in line for that long for a chicken sandwich anymore. But um, he wasn't impressed with what they came back with. I just sent my little niggas to the SBE to the Popeyes, right? <laughs> Nigga waited in the line for 49 minutes and 53 seconds for this Popeyes him. This bitch is not all that. <laughs> and I'm mad. Because I've been bucked up all this bitch. This bitch is regular. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what no nigga say. <laughs> this bitch regular, man. Y'all tripping. <laughs> Expert analysis from one little boozy. But the best analysis of the day may have come from none other than Jerul. If you don't know who Jerul is, um, he is a rapper from the mid 2000s. Um, he was destroyed by 50 Cent um, career-wise and never really recovered. He has since gone on to do things such as the Fire Fest, which was a legendary success, has a Netflix special named after it. Um, he's had this to say about the chicken craze. Y'all really out here acting like niggas over an effing chicken sandwich, shaking my head. Now I'm never going to eat one on principles alone. Three exclamation points. Effing idiots, y'all what's wrong with our people? I'm so disappointed in my people. We better than this. 
Um, of course, everyone reminded him of the meal that he served at the Firefest. Um, so he has no right to really be saying anything. Uh, but how did you feel about the the chicken craze over the weekend? Was it is it gone too far? Do you think people just need to be left alone and to enjoy the things? I mean, there's a craze every year now. Dex, why you look like that? There was a man who was killed in there Maryland was a man who was killed. over this chicken sandwich. Yeah. Debatable over the chicken sandwich. I mean, I mean he, he was killed in the Popeyes, like in the Popeyes. He was Popeyes. killed in the Popeyes for allegedly cutting in line. Yes, but um, like the lines at Popeyes aren't normally super long. They're long because of the sandwich, and I'm sure the person who stabbed him was there to get that sandwich. Well, the person's friend has come out and made a statement to the news, um, and he has said that he's 100 percent sure it did not involve the sandwich he said the guy could have came in there acting crazy and said some stuff to some people but it wasn't necessarily over the chicken sandwich that's what he said i just think it's kind of like one of those things like Popeyes in the news for this chicken sandwich like when people are crowding the establishment over the sandwich so somebody gets stabbed it's kind of like a pretty good chance it's over the sandwich like somebody was there to get that damn sandwich and i just think that like i'm not saying that Popeyes should like pull it off the shelves because it's like, oh... It's they just brought it back. There's no way they're pulling it back off. Yeah, it's a pandemonium or whatever. But, like, I do think something needs to be done, though. Like, this is not normal activity. Like, if you guys weren't prepared for this, then you probably shouldn't have put it back out. You got employees fighting each other. Like, like exactly. literally hitting each other with the little fryer pans and everything. It's ridiculous. Uh, Todd, what's your thoughts on this? Um... I mean, it's just like every other craze. If you really think about it, it's just that all crazes are pretty ridiculous. But people get caught up in them just because of the popularity of it. And I don't know if the chicken sandwich, like I cannot imagine a chicken sandwich being that good, to be honest with you. I just can't imagine it. Um, Like what could it possibly taste like to where we need to behave ourselves that way? But I never get excited about things like that. Like, People are fighting over the chicken sandwich the way they used to fight over Jordan, the new video game. Mm-hmm. Like people, this is just human behavior. This is what people like to do. Like, and they'll be out there at the end of the month, you know, for Black Friday, just doing it again. Thing. This is what people do. Like, so it's not just like the chicken sandwiches. Like people get crazy over stuff um, because it's fun to them and it's popular. Like, that's why they do it. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't think a chicken sandwich is probably even all that good. I think it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I've, I've had I had a spicy one before, kind of before the I'm, you know, I'm not going to brag and say that you know, I was ahead of the curve or anything, but I, I read about it in business. From let's say we have we have read about it in Business Insider before the kind of the craze started, and mm-hmm. so. I got there before the lines were crazy because I read a business that they did like a little poll and they say, you know, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, they reviewed every chicken sandwich and they said Popeye's was the best. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to try it because I ain't never had it before. I ain't know Popeye's had a chicken sandwich. So I get up there and it's it's good, but it's not good enough where two weeks later, that same sandwich is going to cost you an hour and a half in line. Like, Agreed. It's not so that good. Both had the sandwich. Yeah, I had it before. Like the crazy. So I, I didn't even read anything about it. I just... <laughs> I simply one day just went to Popeye's, right? Which I normally don't do, but I went. I went to Popeye's one day and I saw like they had like a new chicken sandwich. And I was like, oh, I'll try that. Because I really don't like anything on their menu. Like I'm not. The only reason I got it was because it was cheap. Like it was $4.99 for that. that. The price of it was super cheap. And I was like, oh, let's do the chicken sandwich. I did it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I like this. So then I went back again and I got it again. And the second time I got it, I was like, 
oh, this ain't it. And then the week after is when the craze hit. Hmm. It's good, but um, and you just can't, I, I you can't just expect, remember. you can't I'm expect. Impressed. Like, I just, I don't, I can't imagine being that impressed where I'm going to like wrestle you. But also, it's now the expectation that you're going in with, like saying, oh, this better be good. And you can't expect to get the same fast food I experience I, I think at every restaurant. I think that people, I really think that it's just like fanfare. They enjoy all the, the popularity and the craziness that's around it. I honestly, I highly doubt that the chicken sandwich is that much better than the rest of the chicken sandwiches on the market. Like it might it's be, not. Better, but it's not that much. It's not that much better. Exactly, it's better, but it's not that much better. So yeah, we get it. All right, uh, prayers to the family of the person who was stabbed in that Popeyes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a really um. And to the family of the people whose car got crashed up. Why, why they were the, more rooting in line. Like, why would, you, why, would you crash, why would you crash your car for a sandwich? <laughs> trying to get in line, man. That line was crazy. He was trying to cut. All right. Uh, next story is called The Last Breakfast. Um, and it involves um, he who shall not be named number one. Um, <laughs> public enemy number one. Well, you have to uh, say this for the podcast, people. Okay, Kanye West. They were going to get the point anyway. Um, this is a post from a woman named Kimberly Kitchen, um, because Kanye West, let's go back to this, Kanye West had a surgery, a surgery, a service, surgery, at uh, Bethel Church in Louisiana. That's Bethany Church, sorry, in Louisiana. Um, And a lot of people enjoyed it because it was free. Um, But he also had a package where you could pay $55 for Brunchella. Um, And a lot of people bought that as well, thinking they would get a nice meal before the concert and then go about their merry way. Um, Kimberly Kitchen posted this saying, this is is the wonderful and cold brunch buffet we are being served by Bull and Roe BR. The server looked at me crazy when I asked for another pancake. Can y'all cover a story on this? Because I want my coins back for a general admission ticket. Edit, I opted out of a small scoop of cold grits. Um, the picture shows two, uh, pan- well, three pancakes look like they were like of the microwave variety that you could buy frozen. Um, and also that looks definitely looks like bacon that comes in that little pack that you just microwave. And that sausage definitely never saw a stove. Um, this got a lot of press. A lot of people were talking about it. So it made headlines, places like the Daily Mail, with the headline, Outrageous Kanye West sells ripoff $55 Brunchella VIP breakfast plate at church service, and suddenly everyone is reminded of Fire Festival. 50 Cent posted this on his page um, saying, I thought I was hustling. <laughs> this nigga selling $55 pancakes. What the F? Uh, so got a lot of attention. But people were releasing statements to defend Kanye. Um the company, I would say, not the company, Kanye's published, I think, put this statement out. In a press release, the event coordinator clarified the brunch was provided for ticket holders before Kanye's performance, saying, quote, on Friday, November 1st, Lawrence Fine Catering provided brunch to Baton Rouge Sunday service to attendees. Sunday service has no affiliation with the Brunchella Catering Service. Attendees were provided with a hot brunch while waiting on Kanye to perform. The catering company did not provide adequate food for one attendee and a social media post went viral. Kanye West and the Sunday Service Collective had no responsibility for any food complaints reported and should be disassociated with such claims. Do you think it was just one person that, you know, the only one person kind of reported it, but does this come down on Kanye or should this come down on the event organizers 
Um, and this is kind of unfair to Kanye that he's getting all this bad press when really all he kind of did was throw a concert. I mean, they said he, I mean, if he was associated, they, they would tell you. So I, I think that we can move on. I think this does follow Kanye West as well because, so like I work at like a media company and we put yeah. on events all the time. So if we put on an event and the food catering was bad, that has to fall back on us. Obviously, we can blame the food catering company. Like that's what we can do, but we hired them. So like it's our responsibility to say like, okay, guys, like we messed up with this because we hired them. Like so Kanye is the one who hired that food catering company. So like you have to take responsibility for that. And then they... Obviously, like Kanye, on your internally, you talk to them and you get them to fix it, like for next time. Ty, you agree? I mean, I don't. I mean, yeah, that basically is true. But um, like, if I'm if I'm paying for a Kanye West concert, I wouldn't be like, yeah, the food was terrible. I mean, these people came out and took responsibility, so I would no longer continue to blame Kanye. I mean, I, I could still request my refund though. That he. Mm-hmm. Can- Would you rather be served those? Well, I guess. Would you rather be served those pancakes with that uh, microwaved bacon and that sausage or the meal that was served at Firefest, which was a nice salad, um, a piece of bread and some cheese? Um, I'm going to pick the Kanye West thing because that that was $55. That Kanye, that Firefest thing was $1,500. That's true. (laughs) And you were kind of stuck in a remote place where you couldn't get nothing. Exactly. On an island. I'm just going to eat before I get there. <laughs> and just take the free concert and then you're not paying for that brunch. I don't blame Messy co-workers. Dex, uh, you ready for this story? This I want to talk girl. about this. You, you know what, why do you want to talk about it, Dex? Come on. Come on, Dex. Come Dex, on, you, you feel some type of way about what um, Mr. Yeah, I don't like this, but we, I'm ready. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't you like it. I mean, it's it is kind of uh, not startling, but it was telling um, when Irv Gotti, um, one of the leaders of uh, hip hop in the in the nineties, uh, went on the Wendy Williams show in the early two thousands. Went on the Wendy Williams show and had uh, this to say about one Ashanti. We on hot topics were talking about finally the affair that Irv had with Ashanti. <laughs> I never once said anything about my relationship with Ashanti. But I knew it was either you or Ja Rule. Somebody was doing it. Right. So so what so what so what Wendy does is totally blindsides me and says, you're sleeping with Ashanti, to which I never answered. So all of this No 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 this bull crap was Wendy's doing. Now, was she now was but, she, was she right? Yes. 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 Shanti is not a home record, guys. Shanti had nothing to do with me and Deb. We we showed the clip. You had two of your three children there. I'm and you said when you pull in Ashanti, she was just there basically she said to service your member. And we no like, no no. You, now let me explain that. I don't want to lie to my kids. Perfect. I'm a public figure, so what? I'm gonna think and they're gonna read all of this stuff. They can hear it from dad. Yeah. So I'm what's wild, going on? Right? I'm what's wild. going on with the murdering tour? Because if you don't have Ashanti, then there is no tour. That's the way Correct. I feel. Correct. Okay. So if Ashanti doesn't want to do it because she doesn't like me or whatever like that, does she like you? We don't speak. When's the last time you spoke with her? 
Wow. Uh, it got to be like uh, two years, a year, two okay. years. Okay, so so there, because I do agree. Like, she is definitely I agree, too. Family. All right, uh, Dex, a lot going on there with uh, Irv Gotti and Ashanti. Um, do you think that Ashanti should forgive and forget and go ahead and be a part of the Murder, Inc. tour since she is kind of the headliner? The headliner. I'm glad you said that. You know it. Um, kind of co-headliner. She's it. So for me, like it's just like it's just like disrespectful because it's like yeah, there's rumors that like all oh, these two hooked up this that, and the third, but like nobody ever like knew it. And truthfully, like nobody's really checking for any of them. So like I don't even really think we cared for that information. But for you, you to go out and put that out now, I just think got it. It's interesting though, right? I just think it's disrespectful to be honest with you. <laughs> like say we say there was a girl on this show and like there was rumors that one of us hooked up with her, but nobody confirmed or denied anything right now. Ten years down the line, I think it would be stupid for one of us to like confirm that. You know what I mean? I just think it's kind of like, why would you even get into that? Like you guys have both moved on in your lives and your careers. Like it's just messy. And I don't think it's necessary to be messy. How are you messy and then trying to do business with somebody at the same time? Yeah, he said that she, they don't talk, which is a little alarming if you're trying to go on concert. Like, you know, why are you talking? If, if we don't talk, why are you talking about me? My thing is though, like, why are we also going back on the Murder Inc. tour? Darul and Ashanti just got off tour, and that's basically going to be the Murder Inc. tour. Like, what what else are we looking for? Yeah, and I don't Vita, either. Charlie Baltimore. Like, what are you? What are, what are we looking for? And look, neither Darul or Ashanti have released new music in about ten years. So, like, what's the point? Point exactly. Uh, Ty, how did you feel about Irv Gotti's confession that um, he used to smash Ashanti? Um, uh, can I start with why was he on the Wendy Williams show? Because he's on Growing Up uh, yeah, Hip Hop. Hip-hop. And that was kind of a storyline on Growing Up Hip Hop, a moment where he kind of told the world that, you know, Ashanti was a person he was in a relationship with. Oh, he's on Growing Up Hip Hop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I agree with Dexter. I, I think that it's very messy. I mean, obviously, he was married at the time, too. Um, apparently. They separated. Okay, yeah, but he's, you know, married at the time. And it, it's just not, I don't know, it just seems so dumb. Like, we know that, you know, you're in the game when you're working with people, period. Um, things can happen. But, like, why would you, like, it's just really weird to me that with that people do that. Like, I felt like he wanted some sort of like, what do you want? Like congratulations or something? Like well, Shanti never and Shanti never she's never denied it. She hasn't said anything about it. No, since she it came true, out. Why would she deny it? Why would she come in and flat out lie? But like I'm sure she also doesn't want her business out there. Like maybe she liked you at the time and thought you were cool. I don't know why, but she did. And so But there is this thing about people who we don't deem as being you know, talented, getting opportunities because they slept with someone. You know what I'm saying? There's that stigma, especially mm-hmm. in the music industry, of that. So when someone makes that claim, you know, it's way more alarming and way more salacious because it's like, oh, she only got here because she slept with someone. That's what Cassie had for the longest exactly. time. Exactly. Like, Cassie has that whole thing, oh, you slept with Diddy, that's the only reason why you're famous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, and it's yeah. Because you got the stories like Little Kim, who was actually talented, um, and, you know, she just... She's she's stuck. So you have stories like Ashanti, who's actually talented. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Don't be disrespectful. She's gotten more talented over the years. Um, I see. But when, how, how would you quantify that? Who, me? Yeah. Um, just I've seen live. I mean, the technology has gotten better too, so I don't know if it's uh, <laughs> the tech, but I'm basing Those it microphones on have gotten better. Huh? Those microphones have gotten better. I'm based on the live performances I've seen of her over the years. Like now, when you see her perform these days, she she does very well. Like she's not like off key and stuff, she's singing very well. So I don't know if it's a, this better tech or if she's, I mean, why wouldn't she? I mean, I tried to came out like 50 years ago. Like I'm trying to <laughs> practice how to sing on key by now. I think it's time for us to move on. Can y'all get disrespectful? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, you know, you know, you should be able to sing on key by now. It's been years. Other uh, messy coworker situation. Um, we talked last time we talked about last week. We talked about Lil Fizz um, having relationships with the ex ex wife, but now it looks like Jay Boog has also has been accused of smashing um, Marion's mother um, <laughs> <laughs> in a relationship. So Dax, you look shocked. Mother, I said, God damn. <laughs> uh, Marion, I mean, he's going through. So if this is true. I don't know if it's true or if it's just a storyline for Love and Hip Hop. I feel like this one could be a storyline. Um, Tanea also thinks, Zuri Renee thinks that this also can't be real. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's real either. Do you guys think it's just a storyline thing? Because why, how in the hell could someone have this much misfortune in their personal life as Mario's having right now? With people he loves, like the two closest women to him. I don't know, though, because people really do be letting their friends like around their moms and their girls and stuff like that. So like the mom might have been like, I'm a B2K fan, too. <laughs> no way. Like, that's crazy. I, like, I was, the same age yeah. of her son. Like, that's that's crazy. I want to know what his mom looked like back then. And then I'll make the decision. <laughs> so you want to look up uh, Marion's mom from what, 2000 and, uh, 2002, 2003? Yeah, how old was he back then? I I, I don't know. I don't, how old was Marion now? He was like eighteen, and she was like you know thirty five or forty or something. You know, Marion age. Let's look this up really quick. Marion's thirty four, so he was born in eighty four. So in two thousand and three, he was nineteen. So nineteen year old. Oh yeah, this is very possible. <laughs> Like, this could have happened. <laughs> it's possible. His mom, I mean, I need a picture. She was probably bad. Like, <laughs> bad isn't good or bad isn't bad? Bad isn't bad. <laughs> Omarion, let's look at this up. Omarion's mom. I mean, her name's Leslie Burrell, apparently. Um, we're going to do a little live producing right here. Let's do a little uh, screen share action. Yeah, let's see what we, let's see what we come up with. Let's see. Let's see what we come up with. Uh, let's do a Marion's mom. Here we go. This is during those. This is during that American Pie time, and we you know when Stifler's mom was getting banged. So I think this, like, <laughs> this is like a thing that, to try to sleep with somebody's mom during this time. That's that was mom right there. Very real possibility. That's mom right there. Nah. Uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, here she goes. This is oh. nice. Okay, mom. That's nah. her. That ain't her. That's her. That's his mom. That's Omarion's mom. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, that happened. Oh, that happened. 
Oh, 100%. Mom will get it now. <laughs> Yo, you, you, for those who are listening to the podcast, Ty's licking his lips looking at this woman like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, not for me. From, from them. <laughs> I don't want her. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time for a little update. Um, yeah, we've been talking about Summer Walker for a couple of weeks now and her mental issues that she's been going through. Uh, well, she has decided to nip all that in the bud and let us know that she is uh, not going to be doing any more tours. Um, she says, I decided y'all don't deserve me. Um, I knew from day one I was too real for this shit. Y'all can have the music, but I'm just going to head out. After interviews, photo shoots, photos, and really the shows too. I'll finish this tour out though, but I'm just a regular person, nothing more. Got people got this fame effed up. I've been me from day one. So basically, she says she's not doing any more public appearances and um, nothing else for the clout. She will continue to keep up her Instagram page as she has released about five more posts since she made this announcement. Um, but you know, she's done with the fame stuff. Dex, what's up? A wise man on the show, Bro Talk Live, once said, What that contract say, though? <laughs> Bill always says like, what does that contract say and I really like to see what Summer Summer Walker's contract says like, you can't just pick and choose when you want to leave like you've signed a contract yeah she signed she probably did sign something like, but I think she said she's going to finish a tour out so I guess once that tour is over um, she'll resume her normal activities of just releasing music and yeah we'll um, see about that <laughs> you don't believe it that no her 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 boyfriend is her producer, London on the track. So that's her main yeah, producer London that you were on the track. Yeah. So they kind of they kind of go together. So I guess where she goes, he goes, and vice versa. So I guess we'll have her back in this. Um Zuri saying, Oh my god, my poor sis, uh, in a comment to this. So pray for Summer Walker and that she continues to have a vibrant career, even though she steps out of the public spotlight for her own mental health. Yeah, I can't understand that though, but I just don't. This is not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a question on here. Um, evening, where's William? Um, <laughs> so William is actually, uh, we do have news. William is at a campaign. Um, he's a, he's thumping on a campaign for a certain candidate. I'm not sure which candidate he's out there for right now. But he's I'm not either. <laughs> he is working on a campaign, trying to get someone elected. Um, so that is exactly uh, where he's at. And he thought he would be finished by now, but apparently they're still tallying votes. Um, so he is working. Well, he was elected to office, and I forget what position it is, but it like requires him to do like these types of things during this during this season. He's a public figure, you know? We're lucky uh, to have you know, him. Support the boy Will as he continues his political career. Um <laughs> All right. Speaking of politics, uh, we're going to do this segment called What He Do Now. This is um, He Who Should Not Be Named Number Two, um, talking about Donald Trump, what he do now. So uh, if you type in Google, when is uh, Native American Heritage Month? It'll pop up that Native American Heritage Month happens in November. Um, in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, and 2016, President Barack Obama made a presidential proclamation that each respective November would be National Native American Heritage Month. Since Obama did this, um, that means Trump has to undo it because that's just what he does. Um, so he decided to rebrand November as National American History and Founders Month uh. <laughs> to celebrate uh, the founders and American history. 
Um, people had a lot to say about this. Uh, one Linder Stossel, who is an activist, said they think we're not paying attention as they implement their white nationalist agenda. This administration just replaced Native American History Month with National American History Month. Um, the erasure of our indigenous fam is outrageous. A lot of other supporters of Native Americans um, agreed, saying that you know Trump has approved DAPL, KXL pipelines through treaty lands. Days into his office, he cut Native programs, ran anti-Native ads, and uses our genocide to rip on Elizabeth Warren, calling her Pocahontas. Um, guys, <laughs> you think it's just a case of Trump just trying to do, undo everything Obama does? Because this, here's the story, the background, I researched this a little bit, and the background to Native American History Month. So both were decreed back in 1989 by George H.W. Bush. Okay. So back in 1989, Bush said, okay, November's going to be Native American Month. The very next thing that he did was that he also made it National American History Month. So he kind of made them both at the same time. So it's kind of been up to, I guess, administrations to decide which ones they want to want to implement and, and highlight um, in November. Um, but do you think this is more than that? Do you think Trump has an ulterior motive to just promote, you know, Eurocentric values um, when it comes to the rights and the, the heritage of people who are of color. I just honestly think he just doesn't care. Like he doesn't get it. Like he doesn't care. Like it's one of those things where it's like, I'm this, like I'm a black man. So like my interests are with black people. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that like, this is what I think a lot of people wanted from Barack Barack Obama. They wanted him to to like vote and do things within his interests of black people. And that didn't happen. People who look like Trump are really like, yes, he's doing exactly what we wanted him to do. They're happy about it. And I think that like it's hard to find fault in it because like this is what we would have wanted too from someone who looks like us in the White House. I mean, yeah, we would have wanted that because we've been downtrodden for centuries. So but we didn't get it. It would have been nice. Well, in some respects, we did. In some respects, we did. I like to know what, because I can't think enough. <laughs> okay, Dex. Uh, I'm not going to go through Obama's whole administration and all the great things that he's done. But for black people? Yeah, we'll leave that for another day. Can you just name one thing? Yes, I can. He was the go first ahead. black president, and he gave all of us hope. Shout out to that hope poster. Mm-hmm. Ty, how so do you four feel years about, gave us hope? I'm sorry, sorry. Eight years. How do you, how do you feel about uh, November being changed to National American History Month? Um, I don't We're not doing you. this today. I'm sorry. You're right. I don't personally care. Um, I'm just going to celebrate, you know, what I feel like I should celebrate or acknowledge what I feel like I should acknowledge. I do think, I, I think Trump's people are happy with him because of what he's doing, but I think he's more oblivious and like Native Americans are not on his radar. Like he doesn't care about them at all. But I'm going to promote what I want to do in spite of them. Like they're in his opinion, if they can't give him the votes he needs, he doesn't care about them. And I don't think I don't think Native Americans can can vote, can he? Like if you're on a reservation, you can't you can't vote, right? I don't think the ones on the reservation can, but like their descendants who aren't, like I'm sure they could. I'm, I'm actually honestly not certain. And and that's that's probably why he doesn't care because he knows those those aren't like all, Trump only cares about popularity and money, and if 
what you're doing doesn't fall within that realm, he couldn't care less. Like he will do something that will help a group of people if it brings him the popularity he's looking for. Um, but, and this is a fault of, I think, all a lot of other Americans as well. I don't think enough people care. Um, and, right. and that's why he's like doing to them what he's doing. Mm-hmm. There are, there's not a big enough group of people who care and who are going to actually stand up and say like, no, we, we can't do this. Um, they're like, eh. He also said that he was going to recognize Columbus Day as Columbus Day instead of as Indigenous People's Day. As yeah, that, that's that that's that America First stuff that that Trump has always been pushing. When America um, First like, would actually highlight the Native Americans, but you know, because they were first, like it wouldn't hurt you to not highlight Native Americans. We know the real story. Like we're not in kindergarten anymore, but they just don't. They just don't care. Absolutely don't. Huh? All right, um, let's move on to racist. It is time. It could be your own people, don't it? It'd be your own people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's this thing going around, baby boomers. Um, they're kind of upset because millennials have been going around um, just calling them boomers, like basically calling them old people. Um, when people say, hey, millennials, you guys are lazy, people will say in response, okay, boomer. And that has kind of taken hold a little bit. Um, some people are offended by that, including this conservative uh, talk show host, Bob Lonsberry, saying boomer is the N-word of ageism. <laughs> okay. Being hip and flip does not make bigotry okay, nor is a derisive epithet acceptable because it is new. Um, Dictionary.com responded to Mr. Bob. Um, saying boomer is an informal noun referring to a person born during the baby boom, especially one born in the U.S. between 46 and 65. The N-word, on the other hand, is one of the most offensive words in the English language. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Guys, you think calling someone a boomer, uh, even with an A or the hard E-R, is at all (laughs) relatable? Wait, say what you just said again? Do you think the term boomer is said with an A or the hard E-R? Um, you know how some people Jesse, say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> people want to be called niggers so bad. Like they want to pretend like that they've been through it too. So bad. Like now we're offended by being called a boomer. Whoa. Ty, don't call me the B word. Yeah. <laughs> like we are on the end. Like if it's an A, it might be okay. Like, are we serious right now? Like, as much shit as you talk about millennials, boomer. Like because, because the reason why yeah, we're the snowflakes. You know, millennials are the ones that are snowflakes, not not the boomers, and they're the ones getting offended by being called boomers. Because 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 boomers are so ridiculous, and in the way that they speak about millennials, and like they talk to us like we're nothing. So we're like okay, like because now they just sound like ranting old coots, right? Mm-hmm. So we just like whatever. Okay, boomer, like moving on. Moving on, exactly. That's what we do. So it has nothing to do with ageism or <laughs> the N-word. It has something to do with us responding to the attacks that you are putting on us. And the situations that you have put us in, which includes terrible climate conditions, um, unaffordable housing, and uh, terrible debt. You but, see, yeah. you named all the list of the things that the boomers did wrong, but you couldn't name nothing that Obama did right. Time for Q&A. Q&A. <laughs> Who's going to do Q&A today? Jason. 
I'll do it. I'll just keep talking. All right, Dex, you want to do it? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I like your voice, Jason. Keep on talking. All right, guys. So this is Q&A. This is the part of the show where people, our viewers, write us questions, and we and try our hardest to give them the best answers. We have four answer, uh, four questions. The first one is teenage boys. I'm mean, sorry, teenage lesbians equals teenage boys. The second one is deadbeat. The third one is lost my job and friends. And the fourth one's I. The fourth one is I bit it first. All right, Ty, Jason, what do you guys want to tackle? I bit it. I bit it. I bit it. I, I bit, bit it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of them are pretty decent. Um, okay, Ty, what do you think? Um, former host. Let's just go right in with I bit it first. Okay. So, guys, we're going to do I bit it first. This is coming from a male or someone who identifies as a male. Um, my boyfriend begged me for months to give him head. And when I finally did, I accidentally bit him. Not enough to break skin, but a bite nonetheless. He got mad and pushed me off of him. I told him I was sorry and he accepted my apology. But I feel embarrassed, by the way. He, I, but I feel embarrassed by the way he handled the situation. I told him I don't give head. But he but he wore me down with his persistence. I don't see how he could be. I don't see how he could be so insensitive, knowing it was my first time. Am I being overdramatic, or was he being a jerk? You bit his penis. Like, what are you talking? I think about? you're being dramatic only in that the reaction was probably a reaction to pain. Like that's what people do um, when you bite sensitive areas. <laughs> yeah, but if he knows that this is his first time doing that to him, it's kind of like. You kind of got a guy that got through. Because it was your first time, should have been extra cautious. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, if this is his first time doing, that, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say your boyfriend was being a jerk, but I definitely think that he should have handled that situation differently. If this is your first time and you made that mistake and did that, oh, wore me down. Today just said wore me down. If you, if this is your first time and you made that mistake of like actually biting him, like. You, you're a male as well, so you know that that's not something that feels good. That's very painful. So that's probably why the push happened. However, I do think if somebody's trying something new on you sexually, nonetheless, like you guys should kind of have that conversation to talk your way through it. He accepted your apology, though. You did apologize, which you should have. He accepted it. So just like maybe next time when you try it again, like you know what he doesn't like. So just try to avoid biting him. Yeah, or take your teeth out. You know, there's always that. You said take your teeth out? <laughs> uh, Ty, Jason, you guys have anything to add? I, I don't think that uh, he was being a jerk. I, like you said, it's a, if you get bit down there, I don't think um, the response is going to be as nice as you hope it will be ever. So I uh, just note that and uh, be more careful next time. And um, yeah, be careful. Yeah. Be careful out there. All right. Question number two. All right, question number two. We got, I think we should do teenage lesbians equal teenage boys. That's a good one. Okay. All right, so teenage lesbians equals teenage boys. This is a question from a woman or somebody who identifies as a woman. All right, let's get it. Um, I am a mom of two girls, 11 and 15. My oldest was in middle school. When my oldest was in middle school, I learned... Quickly. Quickly about some of our generational differences, especially as it relates to identifying as LGBTQ. Now, kids... Now, kids seem to come out at an even younger age. Now, kids seem to come out at an even younger age. This makes me happy, but it creates a parenting challenge. Now, it gets tricky. My 11 year old recently asked for a sleepover. She gave me her list, which included 12 year old, which included a 12 year old open, openly lesbian child. 
We didn't think it was appropriate to invite the young lesbian, ooh, <laughs> the young lesbian girl to this party because we wouldn't invite any teenage boys to the party. We told our daughter and she started to cry. Why? Well, it turns out the young daughter is gay. It turns out my young daughter is gay. Again, I feel proud that as a young, as a young, uh, I'm sorry, I feel proud that as young as 11, Wait, am I reading it wrong or am I? I again, I feel proud that a child is young as eleven. Again, I feel proud that a child as young as eleven can openly openly discuss this with her mom. But it really complicates the whole sleepover question for us. What should we do? I think. Would you say that? I I don't see a reason why you wouldn't invite the girl over. Okay, like the girl's a lesbian. Like she's still a friend of your daughter. It's hard as hell to find friends out here for kids and for adults and like just in general. It's very difficult to find friends. If your child found a friend that and that friend just so happens to be a lesbian, I don't see why you wouldn't invite that person over. Well, there is a complication is like in this parent's opinion, inviting the eleven year old over with her child being gay as well is equivalent yeah. to like if your daughter wanted a boy to spend the night. Yeah, yeah like but it's not a boy. Like, let's not do that. Like, well, let's not, not do that to kids. There's like, a, like, if there's a sexual attraction there and the reason you're not inviting boys is because you think the boys are going to have a sexual experience with the girls at the sleepover, then what's the difference here? I mean, I'm not saying you have to make a decision one way. I'm just saying it's kind of like the same situation. I mean, I understand the girls might have more in common because they're both girls, um, but who's to say she can't have a friendship with a guy? And if she does, if she is a friend with a guy, why wouldn't that guy then be allowed over? Okay, so if two of us decide, so if there's three of us here right now, right? If two of right. us were gay and we had right. a sleepover, why, what would be the issue there? Like, it's not like the two of us who are gay are going to have sex with the third, in front of the third person. Like, it's a sleepover. There's multiple people there. Like, Attraction. I mean, that's, that's the same thing you can say then if you invite a teenage boy over. Who's to say that just because they're a boy it means I'm attracted to them and I'm going to have sex with a yeah, girl? Yeah, but it's, a, it's the same sex, though. At the end of the day, it's the same sex. So yeah, but it's still like, the attraction. If someone, if they both identify as lesbians, then the attraction is there, no? You can be attracted, but that doesn't mean you're going to do anything. I'm not saying you will, but same thing with the boy. Just because, just because I'm attracted to a girl doesn't mean I'm going to have sex with her at a sleepover. Yeah, but like I don't, for my daughter, I don't necessarily need a boy to be there. This is for girls to experience like girl time. Like they're they're doing girl things and experience girl time and having girl conversations. With girl things. Girl. Like, Whatever they do. I'm a male. I've never been invited to a female sleepover as I shouldn't have been. But like, if a person des- decides that they are a lesbian, there's no reason for them not to be invited to the female sleepovers. Like, don't alienate the kids like that. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I, I mean, I, I, think, both I, sides, but I can um, see the, the point is that it is a difficult parenting decision, and I think you all have to make that based on your your opinion of the situation. I mean, me personally, I would let the girl come over. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I mean, that's what you're looking for. Someone's like, "What would you do?" Type thing. Um, but I do think that it's a complicated situation and it's a very uh, difficult parenting moment. So, you know, good luck to you. That was a good one. I mean, guys in a little argument. Um, <laughs> a little argument. <laughs> but I, I, could see, I can honestly see where both sides are coming from, but I do see kind of the hypocrisy in it if you're going to exclude boys because of... Right, yeah, I see where... I definitely see where the writer is coming from. 
All right, it is time for Jizzit time. Jizzit time. Jizzit time. Best part of the show. Um, Macklemore or Macklemore? Which one is it? Is it Macklemore or is it Macklemore? Macklemore. It's not Macklemore. It looks like Macklemore. No, it doesn't. I guess it's just where the luck goes at. But or it looks just- like. Shut up. Macklemore lets oh, out. I, didn't, I didn't even get it. Yeah, Macklemore. It does like that, but, you know, it's not. So. But it's Macklemore? Yeah, Macklemore. What he says. Does he? Have you ever heard him say his name? I haven't, actually. I've only no, heard other people say it. <laughs> no, I've never heard anyone say Macklemore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think it's Macklemore. It sounds more like a fish, Macklemore. Macklemore um, lets, is letting his fans choose the title of the first ever Magic rap album. Dex, it sounds right up your alley. Yeah, right <laughs> so he's going. He's been doing uh, Magic for the last two and a half years, apparently, and he says he's gotten really good at it. And he's asked some of his friends in the area if he should do this, you know, infuse Magic with rap with rap. And he said he asked um, two, magi- two magicians about it, and one out of the two magicians told him that he should do it. So he decided to go ahead and do it. Um, so, guys, I want to know what is the best name for this album? Because he's giving people an opportunity to pick the name. So I'm going to give you guys 33 seconds, a.k.a. the Jeopardy theme song length, uh-huh. to, um, to let me know whether or not... Um, you can come up with a good name for this album. So go ahead and take your time. I think you should name it Macklemore or Macklemore. <laughs> the magic's in the, the magic's in the name? The magic's in the name. That's another one. The magic's in the name. Oh, that'd be like a little small title. Um, yeah, I'll give you time to think. Um, Mac the Magician, like Merlin, but Mac. Merlin. You know what? I think the best name that Macklemore should name his CD is Cultural cool. Appropriation. I think that's cool. <laughs> the magic of whiteness. Yeah. Privilege. <laughs> name it that. Privilege. That's definitely a magic trick. <laughs> All right. So we're going to play a little game called Mac. Since he's a magician, we're going to um, play uh, a little game. Called Macklemore, uh, the magician. Um, so one of Macklemore's tricks that he can do is he can make a new rapper disappear. So we have the baby on the screen, Megan Thee Stallion, Lizzo, or a Little Nas X. Which rapper are you going to make disappear? Then Little Nas, then Little Nas X already retired. He can disappear. Little Nas X did retire. Would you say Ty? I was about to say Little Nas X disappeared on his own. Well, he's coming back. He was just taking a little break. He might come back. So he he can go for y'all. I'm probably just yeah, I don't up. think that I don't think that his fame is going to survive this break he's taking. <laughs> so they gave us a name, White Boy Magic. That works. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I love it. All right, the next trick he can do is he can put a spell of silence over one person. We have Cardi B, uh, Dennis Graham, Drake's dad, uh, Donald Trump, or Kanye West. Who's he putting a spell of silence over? Cardi B, Dennis Graham, Donald Trump, or Kanye West? Mm, gotta go with Cardi. Cardi, really? Cardi? You can't I, be shocked. I gotta go I with Trump. Would you say, Ty? I want Drake's dad to be quiet and go away. 
No one was y'all. Inter- are y'all still really entertained by Trump? It's not yeah, that I'm entertained by Trump. It's that Trump has a reason to be out talking, even yeah. though it's stupid. He has a reason to be out talking. Mr. Graham has no reason to be on camera. He has no reason to be talking. He has nothing to say. All right, uh, Macklemore can also um, erase one blunder one person had. Uh, so we got Jesse Smollett, you know his blunder. Um, Takashi Six Nine's blunder is snitching. Uh, Brandy's blunder is going to South Africa without anyone booked and uh, <laughs> booked to attend. And Daniel Caesar's blunder is, of course, um, you know, saying that uh, black people um, don't know anything about being successful and we're trailing in the race. In the race blunder is the seat. Didn't she hit someone with a car and kill them? <sighs> I mean, we weren't going to bring that up. Dex, <laughs> this is Dex's cousin. We don't want to remind him yeah. of that terrible Don't forget. Situation. Which, by the way, people voted very likely that I'm related to Ray J in the Bro Talk Live um, Sunday poll. What was did. the percentage? I don't remember the, Q- the percentage, but I know we do a Q- Q&A poll every Sunday on Bro Talk Live. People voted that they think I'm more, like I'm related to Ray J and Brandy, which is very true. I think I didn't see why I- you be lying, I believe right away. Um, I think as far as blunder, I think definitely the brandy one. I think that was like the less like crazy one. You know what I mean? Like that was kind of like an innocent mistake. Like you just thought you were a bigger star than you actually are. Like that's not your fault. But I think if we erase uh Jesse Smollett's blunder, then he's back to being Jesse Smollett. You if we erase blunder, I mean, he can basically start over. I, I he can start over. I would definitely erase his blunder because I don't know why he did that. I still don't understand. Yeah. Oh, he wanted attention. <laughs> uh, White Boy Magic Magician Macklemore can also have you trade lives for 24 hours with one person. Are you picking Steve Harvey, Diddy, Rihanna, or LeBron James? I definitely don't want Steve Harvey, guys. That's for sure. I don't want that hair on LeBron James. I got to go with Diddy. Uh, I'm going to go with Diddy as well. I don't want none of their... I really don't want... Yeah, I won't mind being Rihanna. I mean, she seems like she's very unbothered. She um, has no cares in the world. Um, I wouldn't be Rihanna. She's okay. rich as hell. She's a billionaire already, and she's not even 35. So, uh, yeah, it's, she has a lot of life ahead of her. And she's Rihanna. You know? That's nice, but, you know. Um, yeah, okay. I think I just want to be Diddy, because Diddy just does whatever he feels like doing. Whenever he wants to do it, he doesn't get in trouble for it. He doesn't answer to anybody. Not even his own son. And not even his own son. Like, Diddy's it. <laughs> All right. That was the Macklemore Magician game. Thanks, guys, for playing. It is now time for Dex's BS Report. All right. All right. All right. All right. So the way we do BS reports, and the guys have been killing me for the past, like, two or three weeks. So basically, I tell three stories. Two stories are true. One story is an absolute lie. And the guys have to decide which one is which. And for the past couple of weeks, They've been getting it. All right. So for the first story, there were funeral mourners. And, you know, after a funeral, you guys all go and you get you, you, you have some food and everything. There are funeral mourners who were served a cake, but the cake actually had weed in it. So a lot of them actually start ended up being like high and hallucinating and whatnot right after their funeral. Um, a woman in Illinois uh, started I'm sorry, in Louisiana. So medical excuse, student, medical excuse uh, papers to students for $20 each. She got caught because one of the students turned one in and there was like 
this doesn't make a lot of sense. That's this is awesome. an element that you actually don't have. Like, where did you get this? The student then turned in the uh, the woman who, who was giving him the notes. And then the last story, there are two gay penguins who actually adopted a second child. So a couple of years ago, um, the two what? penguins, two male penguins, they adopted one baby egg or whatever. The egg hatched and, you know. They were a loving family. They've been really good with the pink. But now it's news. News is broken that they've actually adopted a second one. How do they, they adopt it? What do you mean they adopted it? How the hell they adopt? Look at Ty's done. Ty's done. <laughs> How the hell they adopted Dex? Well, they told it. Like they picked. That's the one that they picked. They signed a paper. I don't know why I believe that story. But it well, they didn't sign anything, but they were trying to take care the of the penguin baby. I believe that stupid ass penguin story. No way. No way. And the um, other stories, like they kind of blended together. I don't know which was which story. The second story, he said Illinois first. So I think that's the catch. He was trying to catch us on the technicality. No, it was Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, you switched it to Louisiana afterwards. Because that's what it's supposed to be. At first, you said Illinois, though, and that's way different than Louisiana. So I think I think you're trying to catch on the technicality. I'm going with number two is the false story. Okay, Ty, what do you think is the false story? I'm going to go with number one. All right, so guys, you guys are both wrong, and I'm super happy that you guys are both wrong because I just could not stand to lose for a third time. I did cheat a little bit. All three of the stories are true this week. (laughs) You cheated? Yeah, because I just needed to get out. Like I was like. After last week, I was like, damn, that's you really losing. Well, you can't change the rules and then say you won. Like that's that. my segment. You didn't, you didn't win anything. <laughs> that's just you being a store loser. Y'all be shamed. You ought be shamed. I'll do better next week. <laughs> Speaking of brandy and biggest regrets, uh, Ty, go ahead and lead your segment. And finishing off our um, Bro Talk Live for this week, we have seats. And this is the portion of the show where we get to talk about some things that annoyed us over the course of the week. So does anybody have a seat? I do. So my favorite restaurant is this place called Mad Max. Like, I'm just super obsessed with it. Like, I anytime somebody's like, Dexter, where do you want to go to eat? Mad Max is the place that I want to go to. Like Which one do you go to? I go to the Wynwood location. Oh, okay. So I went recently to the Wynwood location. And it's like every time I go there, like lately, it's been kind of like problematic, but I kind of like don't like pay attention to it. Like a couple of weeks ago, I went there with my fiance and, and one of my friends and we were there and the waiter, like it wasn't horrible, but like he was just kind of like not as like nice as I think that he should have been. And also like they didn't do a good job of telling us when they closed. They just turned the lights on. And it's like, oh, y'all got to go. So, like, I wasn't really crazy about that, but whatever. It is what it is. A couple weeks later, I went back to Mad Max and I was like, and I went there and I went to go order something for, for like pickup. So I order it at the desk for pickup. I'm waiting like 20 minutes and I'm like, I just got wings. Why is this taking so long? So I asked the woman, like, hey, do you know how long it'll be? She goes, oh, I forgot to tell you, your order's been right here for a couple minutes now. Okay. So then this past weekend, I went into Mad Max, same location, the Wynwood one in, in Pennsylvania. And then I'm like, OK, like I want to put an order in to go. The woman tells me, oh, you got to go to the bar to do that. I'm like, OK, that's new. But OK, I go to the bar. The bartender says to me, oh, are you doing an order? I said, yeah, but I, but to go. She's like, oh, I can't do to go orders. I'm like, oh, they told me to come here. Then she's like, oh, I don't know why she was sending you over to me. I'm so busy. Just hold on. I'll get to you in a minute. That's the last straw. Like, yeah. so today I wrote like a very nasty, very long review to Mad oh, Max. Like, on, like if, you, if you type in Mad Max Winwood, you'll see like the very 
long review that I wrote. Like to me, <laughs> writing reviews is literally like a superpower for me. Like I'm oh, so good God. at it. Like, so good, like Ty is like Ty is over the phone. That, like Ty and Will are over the phone. That's how you are with with the pen. Yes, like I'm so good control. at it. Like I'm like amazing actually. But I usually use my powers for good. But this time I just had to use it for bad. So Mad Max Winwood, you get a seat for me. Okay. Uh, my seat is going to go to uh, the police down in Texas, as usual. Um, <laughs> Rodney Reed is a case that's getting a lot of attention right now from a lot of uh, people, including um, celebrities alike and regular people, because um, this is a guy who's been in prison for 20 years. He's facing um, an execution on death row. Um, and there are some questions about whether or not he should still be on death row and whether or not his conviction should still stand. Um, a new witness has come out in the case. Um, he mur- the case is that he murdered um, a person uh, through a car or something like that. And a new witness has basically come out and, you know, discredited, you know, the whole entire trial. There's no DNA evidence linking this man to the crime. There's a lot of other details that don't necessarily link him to the crime. But what we're asking people to do now is to go um, and sign this petition. Um, The petition is trying to get him, you know, retried and get his conviction kind of overturned or relooked at um, so that all the parts are analyzed properly because this case is 20 years old. And in those 20 years, um, this man has not really been given a fair chance because the evidence, there's no really evidence against him. So if you're willing to sign the petition, if you're interested in saving a person's life, go to um, free, I think it's free RodneyReed.com or just Google Rodney Reed petition um, and sign those so that um, this guy can have another chance um, at a fair trial. So there we go. Ty? Um, I do have a seat. Uh, I have a restaurant seat because I went to this little, um, I was off work today. So I decided to go and grab something to eat. And I tried one of the local restaurants that was in like, oh, these are the top restaurants in Glenside. And the, the food was really terrible. And it was like overpriced and it was awful. And it, I'm seeding the city that I live in because like this restaurant was at the top of the list for like places you have to try. And I was so disappointed. One, number two, how are you a whole restaurant and you don't accept cards like a cash restaurant? Has anyone ever heard of that? Like in today's age where you don't accept any. I'm 2019. Like you have to get cash for a, like a whole restaurant. Like what? What's going on here? I mean, maybe I don't want to play that credit card charge. It's stupid. I'm I'm never going back. Nicole was like, oh, you wait. I was like, no, we're not going back. We're done with that. All right. Well, a lot of restaurants seats this week. I didn't right, um, know Dex gave the name. I decided not to name them. Oh, you're going to be kind. That's nice. Nice of you. All right, uh, guys, do you have uh, anything else to say to the people? I think Dex, oh, Dex said he was um, going to be uh, incapacitated for a couple of minutes. Ty, do you have any announcements to make to anyone on, on the show or anything like that? Ooh. No? You good? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll just carry it from here. Do you have an uh, no, but um, the website is Free Rodney Reed. I checked it out. Uh, FreeRodneyReed.com. So you can sign that petition. Um, and get this guy, uh, like I said, a second chance at life because you know no one deserves to die on a false charge. Life is too precious. I was thinking about that this weekend. Like uh, one of my coworkers' children died, and it's it was just really sad. Like you just you get you kind of get that 
that sense that whatever you're doing is not big enough and it doesn't really matter in the grand sense of life and just have someone's life ended over some BS because someone has an agenda to get a number or a quota of people in jail is, is, is stupid. So, um, I support think this. sometimes too, Jason. And since we're all waiting for, are we waiting for Dexter? Or? No, we're not necessarily waiting. But uh-huh. I, was, I was just, I was just saying. Yeah, I think about that sometimes. Like I try to like wrap my head around death, and sometimes like how people take other people's lives like like it's nothing, and it's like that was a whole person, a like whole a person. whole life that's like gone forever, and then like it's hard to like wrap your mind around that. If you really think about it and like this, this stuff is like really okay with like, there are people in this world who are okay. Like with taking other people out of the world, just not even a second thought and something like this, like it's weird that injustice like this can still go on this late with this much attention, but people really don't care. Like when it doesn't, when it's not affecting them directly. So it's like, it's a really sad thing that we're even, I mean, it's sad that it's come down to he's supposed to be executed at the end of this month. Like, it's not even like the end of the year. Like, at, we're, we're getting notice of this. We're getting, you know, the media attention for this literally a month before he has to go. Not even a month. In this a era, month. like what we're dealing with now, like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they went ahead and did it. Like, like they don't care. Yeah, it's it's probably too late, but. It is what it is. All right, Dex, do you have any announcements to make before we go? No, uh, just regular. I'm sorry, I just have a connection issues. Um, yeah, like, no, everything's, like, good. Like, I'm super excited to be here still, and we're good. All right, cool. All right, don't forget, check out the Bro Talk podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. We are a million places right now. Um, you can also leave us a voice message if you um, go to anchor.fm and search for Bro Talk Live. And if you want that voice message played, on the podcast, we can play that back on the podcast. Well, uh, thanks everybody for checking out the show. Ties, you have something to say? No, I do enjoy the live comments on the side that I'm looking at because I usually don't see them. I don't know why, but I, I enjoy that. So continue to interact with us. I've seen everyone who's posted something um, during the course of the show. So I did read everyone's comment, even though I didn't say anything personally about what you posted. But I'm going to give you give you that appreciation. Dex, uh, Fatima had this to say about you and LeBron's hair. Fatima, Fatima. I don't know if I know her. <laughs> your own people. I could be your own people. Like they just, she's been coming for me hard tonight. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's like it's, it is what it is, man. It's like you're never hard. king. You're never king out in, out in public. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> These people, like they don't, <laughs> they don't regard you the same as everybody else does. Not at all. You ain't shit to them. <laughs> and not <even> nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't you guys, uh, it's kind of, I'm sure you guys are feeling the lateness because daylight saving times is over. So I'll let you guys get out of here for Dex, for Ty. My name is Jason. This has been another edition of Bro Talk Live. We appreciate you guys watching and we will see you guys next week. <laughs> that you, Dex, you just.